Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jamie Creel with Shelter Insurance. Come see how we've built a name that you can trust and why it is a must to get your free quote today with our Switch and Save. Located in Ridgeland and Florida, Mississippi, give us a call, 601-992-6000. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Putting our differences to the side and talking about something we all love. In our old man river, lavish lakes and streams, pines full of the wildest life and possibility. I said, one Mississippi, there's a magnolia tree. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. From the Foundation Studio right here in in the Mississippi Delta today, at our place up here in the Mississippi Delta called Delta, Delta Bluffs. Welcome to Super Talk Outdoors, where we celebrate every single Monday at lunchtime the incredible world-class outdoors of the state of Mississippi. I want to thank you for joining us on the powerful Super Talk Mississippi radio network. But if you're listening on uh, Super Talk TV and C Spire TV, we appreciate you being there. But there are also people who are listening or watching on Facebook or YouTube or your favorite podcast. It's January the 17th. 2022. It's amazing. January is zooming by. You know, hunting season, at least deer and duck hunting seasons, quickly coming to a close. We've got a couple of other weekends and looking forward to those. As I mentioned, I'm at my place up in the Mississippi Delta, uh, finishing up a long weekend of uh, deer and duck hunting. It's been just a beautiful weekend. Woke up yesterday, the snow falling, and I had to tell you, one of the aftermath was a muddy mess. <laughs> Absolute muddy mess. It sure was pretty. Uh, I was actually back at the camp watching my grandson Brody so his dad and his and his uh, and his dad's dad could could do some hunting uh, Brody and I went outside and we built a snowman we threw some snowballs at each other and uh, as I said you know everybody who hunts together and everyone across Mississippi understands this story but we had a group ta- text people were texting you know what what they were experiencing out in the field some some were hunting up in the hills some were hunting in the in the Delta the ones up in the hills, though, man, it was it was absolutely beautiful. Had some nice accumulation up there. Had some down here too, but it, it quickly went away. Uh, my friend Jake Carter was hunting in a place up in the up in the uh, hills we call Mount Everest because it's the highest point. You can actually see the city of Greenwood seven miles away. Uh, the pictures that he was sending from Mount Everest actually sort of looked like Mount Everest there for, for a bit of time. And so while it was pretty, it didn't take Jake long to send a text out to say something like, I'm freezing to death, I'm coming down, because it, uh, it was pretty windy. It snowed most of the morning, so that was pretty interesting. Uh, also, the duck hunters had some incredible pictures they were taking. I mean, to, to duck hunt and to deer hunt in the uh, snow, that, that's so cool. Um, I went over to, to our property over in Shoe with my nephew Ryan and uh, we almost got stuck I mean it was it was the truck was sideways uh, more than my uh, more than more than it was straight is what I'm trying to say and uh, you know while we were there I actually mentioned to Ryan that the only person that I would trust uh, going through this mud is my friend Mark Creech, who I've talked about before. But literally, no more than I just got that out of my mouth, that the phone rings. And uh, and what we what we learned from the phone call is that Mark had slid into a ditch over at our Minner City farm. 
and was stuck in the mud and needed help. So I, maybe it was a bad omen that I uh, that I mentioned his name about being the guy who could most likely get through the mud. But he was stuck and stuck real bad. But that was the story of the aftermath. It was just really, really slick out there. You know, there's something really special about the quality of Delta Gumbo Mud. And for those who have been in it before, you understand what I'm talking about. And Steve Azar, who wrote One Mississippi, the theme song to Super Talk Outdoors, I'm going to suggest to Steve that he write a song about Delta Gumbo. And I, have, I can also tell you there's a lot of stories about being stuck in the Delta Gumbo. Certainly there are a lot of broken axles that he could, he could write about. So I think that would be a really good one. We saw a lot of deer over the weekend, but not any shooters. Uh, we, we ate really good. We ate some great uh, duck jambalaya. Uh, my, my buddy uh, Jake, his dad has this recipe. Rick, his dad Rick has this recipe for a cabbage and pork concoction, and it was really good. We had, you know, the, the, the obligatory deer steaks, of course, and uh, we had a, some BB's sausage. Their their smoked sausage is terrific. We laughed a lot, made a lot of memories. And, uh, you know, needless to say, I love spending time at the, at the hunting camp with my grandson, Brody. But that sounds familiar, isn't it? I mean, that's what I'm telling you guys across the state is really the, the life of the deer camp these days. So many great memories made this time of year. And, you know, the hunting is kind of the lanyard. It's the experience and the memories made that really make this experience so, so truly amazing. By the way, as we've talked about, the 2022 legislative session is in full swing. And we're going to be watching the legislature very closely closely regarding any bills that have to do with the outdoors. We're not typically going to get involved in legislative stuff, as I say every week, but when it matters to outdoorsmen and outdoors uh, women, we're going to let you know what those bills are. One bill that we're going to be watching closely is the Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund. Um, a passage of that bill is going to be really important. It's going to be reintroduced this year. Um, I think it's going to have a generational impact to our outdoor enjoyment. So we're going to watch that really close. So I, I think, frankly, in the next few weeks, we'll be talking a lot more about that as we go forward. Uh, in the first half of the show today, we're going to be talking about hog infestation and especially uh, hog trapping that will take place after the deer season. And in the second half of the show, we're going to be joined back by uh, William McKinley. He, he's been on the show before. He's really a terrific whitetail deer expert for the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. I look forward to catching up with him about what's the latest on the deer season, what's the latest on CWD. So with all that said, let's uh, move over to my friend uh, Anthony Ballard who is the uh, Nuisance Species Program Manager or Biologist for the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. Hello, how you doing, Anthony? Doing well, glad to be here. It's good to see you, man. Hey, look, one of the things that I always like to ask my guests is uh, where did your love of the outdoors come from? So probably the most early memories I have is, is actually on the coast of Alabama. Uh, my grandparents owned a condo down there years and years ago. And uh, so growing up, you know, fishing down there and, and kind of understanding how that kind of uh, the, the outdoors, you know, works, I guess, um, catching redfish and speckled trout. And then, you know, back home, my, my dad actually started uh, the first hunting we did was squirrel hunting. And so, you know, that small game, that's kind of like the, you know, the foundation a lot of times, you know, you take kids and kind of introduce them to the outdoors and then um, was eventually taking deer hunting and, and all that just kind of grew and, and, and built as I, I got older and was able to do more things in the outdoors and that kind of thing. So that was kind of the roots of it, but uh, it's, it's spread far and wide since then, so. 
Yeah, it's so interesting. My grandparents lived in Pensacola, and I remember, you know, we spent a lot of time during the summertime over there with them. I actually lived in Pensacola when I was very young, and then my dad was a traveling salesman, and eventually we landed in Gulfport, Mississippi, but my grandparents owned a beauty salon over in Pensacola. So I remember, I mean, my parents used to let me go to the Pensacola Pier when I was like seven or eight years old. I, I look back on it now and I'm thinking, wow, no parent would let any kid do that these days. But <laughs> I, I would stay there all day long and I learned a lot about from the old wise fishermen that fished on that pier. I learned a lot about fishing. A lot of those techniques actually I still use offshore today. And as you pointed out, I think squirrel hunting, I think most people, a lot of people who have been, who grew up hunting, that their earliest, very earliest memories are probably something to do with squirrel hunting with their father or grandfather or someone, you know, some relative. Uh, I remember that really well myself, you know, with that 16 gauge Winchester. What a, what a, what a great memory that was. Um, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I, I hear that from everybody. I mean, that generational, that generational connection and yep. uh, it gets in your blood. It's hard to get it out, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it, it just seems to, to get um, bigger and more expensive as time goes on. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that is for sure. That is for sure. It pays to, to have a, a good wife. In my case, my wife, Ann, really, really appreciates it. Because I've got three kids, and, you know, it's the water, spending time on the water together has always been important in our families. And now we have grandkids, and we're, you know, they're they're spending time with my, my, my grandson, Brody. I mentioned him at the opening of the show. But, you know, when I mentioned to him that we were going home today, he said, Oh, Papa! I don't. I don't let's stay. <laughs> I, I, I get it, son. I get it. He's, of course, he's got school tomorrow. But you know, it's a, it's a, it's really special. And one other question before we talk about. I mean, I'm, I was amazed at the number uh, that the USDA uh, study determined was the the amount of damage done by hogs every year, 1.5 billion dollars. And that study was done in 2010. So in today's numbers, uh, certainly probably much greater than that. But we'll talk about that coming up here in just a second. But how did you decide to be a, a, a biologist? Well, it actually worked out really well. Um, I did my undergrad at Mississippi State University in uh, wildlife fisheries, aquaculture, uh, bachelor's there, and then went on to go to Louisiana at Monroe for my master's. Uh, my master's project is people that have gone to that field. You, you kind of have some, you know, choosing of, of what kind of project that you're in but not necessarily. Sometimes you just have to take what's open and, and go that direction. But fortunately for me, um, I, it was a, a wild hog project down in Terrebonne Parish, Louisiana, uh, looking at damage uh, in the marsh. And which I wasn't, uh, I, I kind of became more and more interested in that topic through that and then through my summer work for uh, Louisiana Wildlife and Fisheries. Um, I worked down there with the wildlife veterinarian. So I had, um, some some experience there with wild hogs as well so all that together uh sort of built into uh the position that was becoming available here in, in uh in in our state we'll pick it up from right there this is anthony ballard he's the nuisance species program biologist for the department of wildlife fisheries and parks and when we come back we'll continue the conversation and really get into the hog nuisance issue that we have in the state of mississippi we'll be back after this
Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the tractor store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and 0% interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, 0% interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the tractor store in Richland. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Ream. The new degree of comfort. Sleep. Worrying about low CD rates? Do I have enough money to retire? Is my principal safe? IRAs. Don't worry, I can help. And you can sleep better too. Call David Cox, direct. 601-594-8977. 601-594-8977. Now. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like Western Red Cedar and Cypress Lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Leading the conversation on Mississippi's outdoors, it's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. We have Anthony Ballard with us today. He's a he's a, a nuisance expert, a nuisance species program biologist for the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. And when we went to break, you you actually it's interesting during your during your graduate program, uh, you really were able to gain a lot of experience with doing uh, the managing of the hog hog issue, particularly. I mean, I know this is a significant issue in Louisiana as well. And uh, you saw that they had an opening at the department, and that that was your specialty, and it just worked out for you, huh? 
Yeah, so that, that position, this is actually the first of its kind here in Mississippi. Uh, it, it actually kind of broke off uh, a position held as one of our um, one of our employees still, Ricky Flint. He was over the alligator, nuisance species, and fur bears in Mississippi. So as wild hog issues became more and more, uh, there was more and more attention that would be needed, more and more you know time and effort that needed to be devoted to wild hog management, it kind of became apparent that that needed to be its own full-time position. And that's about the time that I was coming out of school. I had the position and, and the, the knowledge already sort of necessary for it. So it, it came in and kind of, um, it, it married nicely together the, posi the, the position that I had, excuse me, that I was qualified for, and then the one that came available about the time I was coming out of school. So it, it really worked out um, perfectly. That, that is awesome. So uh, before we get in specifically the wild hog issue, in terms of nuisance, um, animals. What other animals do you focus on? So again, most of it's wild hogs because that's that's the biggest issues uh, on our private and public lands by far. Uh, but all the nuisance species uh, as a whole in Mississippi are classified as red and gray fox, nutria, beaver, wild hog, and coyote. Um, I think. So uh, I do some permitting and some other things with those, but um, you know, like I said, most most of my effort goes toward uh, some some realm of, of wild hog management. We've been lucky here at our at our three farms up in the Delta. Um, we've gotten a couple of pictures of wild hogs from time to time, but they were just passing through, do a little bit of damage, and then move on. So we've been lucky there. We've given up on trying to fight beavers. <laughs> the beavers have won. <laughs> it just every time we tear it down. They build and they build a bigger build build out bigger and better, man. You know, you know industrial grade dams is quite quite amazing, uh, but you hear that a lot, don't you? Yes, and it is very it is truly amazing the um, the engineering they put towards those things. That it, it really makes you wonder how they how they do that. <laughs> it really is. I mean, big back, you know, track hose can barely pull them out. It's just pretty, pretty amazing. So, you know, as I mentioned that study, I was amazed that one, you know, that was back in 2010. I don't know what your numbers are these days, but, you know, $1.5 billion of damage done by hogs. That is significant. Well, and, and that's, so like you said, that study is, is somewhat outdated. And you also, when you do economic studies, especially on a large scale like that, you have to make a lot of assumptions. Yeah. And so, um, and, and then, you know, even more than that, those are things that you can just quantify in dollars and cents, things like crops. Okay. You can, you can quantify the number of crops that you've lost in a season, uh, things like economic damage, uh, species diversity, uh, endangered species, com competition with native wildlife species, all that stuff, you can't really put dollars and cents toward it. So you look at that and you say, wow, that's a big number, but the estimates now, um, like I said, between things that you can't really quantify with dollars and cents and the things, um, you know, some of the, the estimations and, and assumptions that you had to make to get to that number, it, it's probably, most estimates now are vastly surpassed that. Wow, I can only imagine. I, I, can, I can literally see that. So trapping is one of the big ways to, to sort of fight these things, isn't it? It is. Uh, so we do trapping starting uh, right after due season on, on uh, our WMAs that do have a hog population. And we you know continue all throughout the season, uh, throughout the spring and summer, and then um, usually stop uh, right there at the fall whenever bow season starts back. Um, and that's, that's really the, 
the big uh, workhorse as far as management goes. It's it's the most effective way we have to manage hogs. Um, and I guess one of the things that I would pass along to private landowners, people that have gotten discouraged, I get phone calls all the time. You know, we tried trapping and it really just didn't work. And and I go out on properties and see, you know, rusty hog traps that hadn't been used in years. And it, it's a it's more of a process. It's not an event. You can't just do it a few times and expect to get them under control they're not going to stop reproducing they're not going to stop being pigs and you can't stop with your management or else you lose all the ground that you've gained and you're you're you really don't have anything to show for the effort that you did put in so um that's probably one of the biggest things that i would pass along to, to people listening is you know if, if you're trapping uh, my recommendation would be to get some the best information of how how to go about doing that and then just to not stop because i see a lot of people get discouraged and and just give up and say oh well and um and end up not really having anything to show for it in the, in the end it is amazing what's what's the you know these these traps that you guys use what's the most number of pigs that you you've seen caught at one time you were talking about the Delta mud earlier. Um, we so the the biggest hog the pot that that I since I've been here I started in 2015. Uh, the biggest catch that I'm aware of was 28, uh, and that was actually on my Hannah WMA. We had a trap out there that was set, um, and that wasn't even one of the the big fancy smart traps. That was just a a, a standard corral trap, and um, we I think it was probably about knee deep in mud going in there to, to get all the pigs. Quite. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, that was that was the biggest one that we've had so far. Was twenty eight. Well, you, you think about the WMAs. I mean, we're lucky in the state of Mississippi to have a lot of public land. That has to be a pretty dramatic operation if you if you're talking about doing it on an ongoing basis. Kind of give me a sense of scale of those projects. Uh, it's a big lift. So I mean, and when you consider what all these WMA managers have to do, just. In, in daily operations, you have herbicides on the WMAs, you have trails that have to be maintained, you have to be, uh, sometimes there's erosion control, there's, uh, you know, in the in the Delta, a lot of places, we've got moist soil impoundments. There's a lot of things that goes on, uh, you know, then, then you get toward the fall and you have to plant food plots. There's a lot of things that have to be maintained. You know, people think of WMA as really one time a year during, during hunting season. Um, but most of the heavy lifting actually goes on outside of that. Uh, hunting season is when you get all the traffic in and you really can't do as much because you're trying to allow the public to enjoy that, that resource that we have. Um, so a lot of the hog trapping, a lot of the, the sweating and, and breaking things and hard work uh, gets done you know, during the summer and, and uh, not during the hunting season. Right, of course. I mean, you know, I bet you get, a, you know, why you don't have that operation going on during the hunting season, the deer hunting season. I bet you get a lot of uh, data points on just how, you know, serious this issue still may be, and just how effective your trapping programs have been, don't you? Yeah. So we actually we take a lot of data. Um, we work with USDA. Uh, you mentioned them earlier. So we are actually able to um, be supplied by them to to take uh, disease samples. So we'll take uh, blood samples and we also take DNA samples. Those get sent off for analysis through USDA and through their labs. Um, we also obviously get raw numbers on, on trapping numbers and that kind of thing. That kind of goes without saying. But there's a lot of information that we're able to gather. Um, you know, reproductive numbers, we get that as well, as well while we're trapping. Um, and right now we're actually, there's a few WMAs that we're working with to kind of establish a baseline and a survey method 
to actually gauge, you know, where you started from and then kind of create a trend line as you're trapping to see, to really track your efforts, because that's one, one of the kind of the missing pieces in, in hog management is, you know, if you've got a pile of dead hogs that you've trapped, that's great, but what does that mean? And so that's kind of what we're trying to tease out now and, and really establish a method to say, you know, whether it's on a wildlife management area or whether it's on private land to say, okay, here's where we started from. And then let's track that, you know, once or twice a year throughout you know, as time goes on to actually see your, your progress. You know, I bet you get a lot of calls from people just wanting to know more about your specialty. How, how often does your phone ring? Uh, pretty often. Yeah, I'm, I'm here in the Jackson office. You know, I have a, a queue here in office phone. So uh, I take those calls and uh, we also get, you know, web comments and that kind of thing. So um, really, it's kind of seasonal. And I think that's another another unfortunate thing about hog management is people think of everything as seasonal. So in the wintertime, you have deer season and duck season. And then in the spring, you have turkey. In the summer, you race fishing. And, you know, people kind of shift from one thing to the next. And, and that's one of the things I try to really stress to people is, you know, just because you're out deer hunting doesn't mean that there's not pigs that are out there being pigs, you know. So um, that's, that's one of the things that I try to stress to people is it's a, it's, it's a year-round, you know, constant effort and not just something to, to cross off the list um, in, in June, you know. Tell people how they can reach you. Uh, so you can go on the website. Uh, my office number is 601-432-2242. Um, and then, uh, so that's that's probably the best way. Uh, 2199-432-2199 is our, our office here. Uh, somebody put you in touch with me and I'll be glad. I do private land visits and, um, and or, you know, phone conferences, whatever's needed. Thank you very much, Anthony Ballard. We appreciate you spending time with us. When we come back, we're going to re have another visit with our Whitetail uh, Deer Program Coordinator from the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, William McKinley. We'll see you after this break. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today's sunny skies, high near 52. Tonight, mostly clear and cold, low around 31. Your Tuesday, mostly sunny, high near 61. Tuesday evening, partly cloudy, low around 47. And for your Wednesday, a 70% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 72. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Wives, do you have trouble getting your husbands to see a doctor? Tell them the doctor has a boat for sale. At Man Up MD, we understand most men don't have a doctor, but they should. Man Up MD is a men's clinic designed for men by men to handle manly issues. 
From day-to-day -day primary care to reclaiming your energy and vigor, Man Up MD can keep you healthy and feeling your best. Check us out at menshealthmississippi.com. That's menshealthms.com. Take advantage of year-end savings during the Season of Inspiration sales event going on right now at Mazda of Jackson. That's right. Mazda of Jackson is giving you amazing savings to close out the year. Now, through December 31st only, get 0.9% financing on all remaining 2021s in stock. That's right. 0.9% APR, which will save you thousands in finance charges. And Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Not only do we have amazing savings, but we have the most incredible credit team around. They work hard to get you approved because 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Have a trade? Bring it in. And we'll give you top dollar for it even if you don't buy a new one from us. Get to Mazda of Jackson during the Season of Inspiration sales event. Going on now. Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaofJackson.com. See dealer for details with approved credit on select models. Since 1871, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. 78% of the membership at the National Federation of Independent Business support the legislature's plan to eliminate the state income tax. Mississippi and Louisiana Director Don McVeigh says it came up last year. They like this version of the bill better. The, you know, the, the sales tax increase is not the best thing ever, but right, nobody likes that. But we did increase it in Louisiana and we didn't get a ton of pushback. So we believe that it'll probably be similar in Mississippi. Under the plan, the sales tax would rise to 8.5%, the grocery tax would drop to 5.5%, and there'd be a 50% reduction in car tax. That bill is headed to the Senate for debate. Within just two years of its implementation, the Mississippi Lottery has surpassed the billion-dollar mark in gross sales. Of that billion, $250 million has gone back to the state for roads, bridges, and education. I'm Kelly Bennett. What is Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation's Child Saver Program? Well, sadly, car accidents are the leading cause of death for children under five. Mississippi law requires children under the age of four to be protected by child passenger restraint devices and children under the age of seven in a booster seat. With the Child Saver Program, Farm Bureau provides members the chance to order car and booster seats at a discount. Because when Mississippi thrives, we all thrive. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. It's that time of the year again. Like my son Barrett and I, hunters will soon be heading to the woods to hopefully bag that big buck. Hi, I'm Chris Howard, Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. Our agency often works with Mississippians whose disabilities are the result of tree stand injuries. Keep safe by remembering these important tips. Always maintain three points of contact going up and down a tree. Use a haul line and always wear a safety harness. Please don't let your next hunt be your last. 
You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. But what if the online information about your business is incorrect, or even worse, not very flattering? If your online presence isn't great, you may be losing customers. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's trusted and highly trained team is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors right here in the Foundation Studio up in the Mississippi Delta. Cold Mississippi Delta, but we haven't had a lot of cold. We're going to be talking about that here in just a second. But I just want to thank my friends from the Foundation for Wildlife Fisheries and Parks, not to be confused with the Department of Wildlife Fisheries and Parks. As I said before, this is a group of men and women who are incredibly dedicated to the outdoors in Mississippi. They help the Department of Wildlife Fisheries and Parks by raising money to do special capital projects, whatever they might be. And they also are very interested in in programs that that involve uh, youth and, and so on. And they, from time to time, get locked on an issue, and when they do, they're, they're pretty serious about it because they're, they're an organization that is incredibly well connected. So their ability to bring other groups together around an issue is, uh, is something that's extraordinarily impressive. So I'm proud to be here from the foundation studio and to be associated with such an amazing group of uh, volunteers here in the state of Mississippi. So as I said, we're gonna shift gears now and move over to my friend, William McKinley. He's the Whitetail Deer Program Coordinator and he's been on Super Talk Outdoors before. He knows what he's talking about. He's somebody I've been really looking forward to catching up with so I can share some of my experience here in the Mississippi Delta with him. But anyway, before we go any further, William, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing great, Ricky. Thanks for having me today. It's good to see you. It's good to see you. Hey, look, we're going to talk about the latest on chronic wasting disease because I'm curious about what you're discovering. Uh, but And we'll come to that in just a second. But you know, my experience this year, it's been a, another unusual season. And you and I have talked about this before. Every season has its own unique characteristics. And this particular season, we had, a, we had a big acorn crop. We've had an incredible stretch of very warm weather. I mean, I'm talking about not just a little bit of warm weather, a lot of warm weather. And what we have seen in terms, we've, we've actually had, we've, we've uh, gotten a couple of bucks, nearly 150 inches. So we've had a good season, so to speak, in terms of that. But our but our mature deer numbers are down, and what we see is a lot of nocturnal uh, uh, activity. And some deer that were kind of resident deer, we're not seeing them on camera like we used to. So they you know they might have relocated or whatever. But it's been a really strange year. Um, is that what you're hearing from everybody? You know the reports are across the board, Ricky. We now granted. The reports during between Christmas and New Year's when so many people were off and it, well, we were experiencing record highs, you know, five people seeing one deer in an afternoon. And uh, then for whatever reason, you know, I went a few times during that. One of those afternoons, that Monday after Christmas, we saw a pile of deer, but they didn't see them again on that property for five more days. When I learn how to predict deer movement with accuracy, I'm going to leave the state, sell the secret, and buy that big chunk of land I'm wanting. But, <laughs> you know, we did have a big white oak acorn crop across much of the state. Uh, white oaks sprout early. They've already sprouted. Deer have started leaving those acorns alone. So that's your white oak and your swamp chestnut. Uh, so that movement was suppressed because 
there was so much high quality food in the woods. Uh, then we had warm weather to contend with. You know, when those acorns first started falling, their movement was good in early November during the early primitive, some archery, but then, well, we always get that lockdown period around a week of the rut too. So all of those things put together have just kept bucks laid up quite a bit, especially your older deer. And, but I'll preface that with saying some of the best deer this state has ever seen have been harvested this year. So. Yeah, we, we, had, we had two records at our camp uh, as well. You know, what's interesting too, and we didn't talk about this, is there has been an incredible lack of rain for the most part. I mean, usually we've had tremendous rain and you've got entire bottoms that used to be, you know, be filled with water that for the most part are dry. And, you know, that's, so the, the acorn crop in a lot of places where they might've gone underwater or certainly been wet and ruined, they've stayed dry and been available there for the, for the deer to, uh, to, to eat them. So that's, that, that's another, you know, characteristic as well, isn't it? And not only on the acorn front and the vegetation front, but how many hunters hunting in bottomlands hunt around water to funnel the deer around between sloughs to funnel their movements and take the water away? The deer go, he doesn't follow that same pattern. So it's it definitely has had an impact. We we've had an odd year, uh, and I say that. And we've talking about warm weather as I sit here in north central Mississippi, looking out at a blanket of snow on the ground at my house. Uh, <laughs> so. Hey, next week, if you if they can get off work, maybe call in sick for work. We got six <laughs> straight nights here in North Central of nights in the 20s, highs in the 40s. Uh, we're going to see a lot of deer movement. Deer beginning to come to food sources. They're going to start hitting food plots next week. We're going to finally, finally see some of those big boys. I have to get out and, and walk around because, you know, when, when it's warm, they just don't have to get on their feet, do they? Well, they don't. And actually, you know, when, when hunters see the rut, what we're seeing is that doe getting up, bucks harassing her, the chase. Well, they're wearing an insulated coat and it was 80 degrees during the rut in central Mississippi. So you're just not going to see as much activity. They get too hot. So they stay yeah. bedded more during the day. And a lot of people think, well, the rut's not happening. Well, the breeding is happening. That doe comes into heat within a day plus or minus of the same time she did all her life. So yeah. she's still coming into estrus and she's still going to get bred around the same time. There just may not be a lot of activity that hunters see in the woods around that time. You know, one of the one of the benefits of doing the show is to have the opportunity to talk to the experts and you, you think about the the program that was done to track the bucks and really understand home range versus how many stay within a mile, how many go out as far as as, as five miles and some even mm -hmm. further than that. It really is enlightening to know that, you know, literally two thirds of your bucks could be just coming in and out of there, could be as far away as you know five miles away. That's we, right. we had a target buck killed this weekend, but it wasn't killed by us, it was killed by our neighbor. But like more than a mile away, you know, just, I guess, you know, that's just, that's just the way it is, isn't it? It is. They, they move, they move a lot and they move so much more than what people give them credit for. Uh, those radio callers, those GPS callers have shown us and taught us so much. Uh, nearly every buck out there was taking an excursion during the rut. So 
I, I say that for those hunters that may have smaller acreage and, and you know, they hadn't seen a good deer on camera, he's just out to show up at any time and may have come from nine miles away. <laughs> so you just got to put, you got to, you got to, so we say, you got to have your butts in the seat. That's and, it. Uh, you, you can't win if you don't play. <laughs> you definitely have to do that for sure. Um, so let, we'll start to the first part of the CWD conversation and we'll finish it up in the final segment here in just a second. But mm -hmm. um, are you seeing some alarming information coming out of the CWD discussion? Yeah, we are, Ricky. Unfortunately, this this disease is just it's rearing its ugly head more and more. We've we've picked up a new county this year, Warren County. Um, you know, the positive, the two positives we found in Warren are not very far from that index case in Issaquina way back in 2018. But with a four year gap, that tells us there were more positive deer in the meantime that gave it to these deer because deer typically get it and die within a couple of years. So um, definitely it's still in the South Delta. The flood did not wash it away as so many of us had hoped, but it's still there. Uh, we're also seeing more positives with less samples this year in North Mississippi. But I will say part of that is our sampling methods have changed a little that uh, we're working with more taxidermists. So we're getting more bucks and 75% of our positives are bucks. That's the nature of this disease. It, it tends to affect bucks at about three times the rate of, as does two to three times. So where's the best place to get buck samples? that taxidermist. So I got to come in. We got 85 taxidermists across the state that are working with us. Um, if a hunter wants to get his deer tested, that list of taxidermists is on our website. He can go there. But back to what we're finding, we're sampling the higher, higher quality sample uh, where we're more likely to find it. And we're finding it, uh, we're finding more of it with less sampling. Yeah, that you, you you really don't want to hear that, but it's not a big surprise to you that that's the case, is it? It's not. Uh, with our sampling at this point over much of the state, we have got a pretty good hold to where CWD is. Now, we'll preface by saying extreme South Mississippi, we hadn't got a lot of samples. We really need more because we can't fight the disease unless we unless we know where it is. So, but at this point. 38 positives across the state and in and around areas that we've already found the disease. So we will continue to find more around those areas. We're talking to William McKinley. He's a white-tailed deer expert. He's the program manager for the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. When we come back, in case you sort of you know, missed the, any of the conversation as it relates to CWD, we're going to remind you what it is. What is chronic wasting disease and why should we be concerned about it? We'll see you after this break.
If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Sleep. Worrying about low CD rates? Do I have enough money to retire? Is my principal safe? IRAs. Don't worry, I can help. And you can sleep better too. Call David Cox, direct, 601-594-8977. 601-594-8977. Now. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from iCar and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick, GMC, or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men and a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. Before your next trip into the great Mississippi outdoors, make sure you stop by your local Gateway Tire and Service Center, where we go the distance for you. No matter where the road takes you, Kenda has a tire designed for your journey, on the road, on the trail, or on the racetrack. You can count on Kenda quality. For the past 50 years, Kenda has been building a better tire for life's most demanding activities. Actually, they overbuilt them to ensure you succeed safely in everything you do. Stop by any Gateway Tire or Service Center near you for the largest selection of Kenda tires in Mississippi. While you're there, don't forget Gateway's ASE certified mechanics are trained to diagnose and repair your car or truck with honest customer service. Gateway Tire and Service Center offers lube, oil and filter changes, engine diagnostics, belts, hoses, brakes, wheel alignment, and of course, tires. Just like Kenda, designed for your journey. Gateway Tire and Service Center supports Mississippi outdoors. And of course, we go the distance for you. 
yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. We live in one of the best places in America to enjoy the outdoors. So let's talk about it. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. It's cut through walls and fall football. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors from the Foundation Studio right here in the Mississippi Delta. I have my friend William McKinley, who's the Whitetail Deer Program Coordinator for the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, and we're talking about CWD, chronic wasting disease. Unfortunately, we continue to see more cases. And uh, let's do this, William. I want to kind of go back to the basics here. What is chronic wasting disease, and why should we be concerned about it? Good question, Ricky. So CWD, chronic wasting disease, uh, it's a transmissible disease, meaning it spreads deer to deer. It's a prion disease of the nervous system. Now, that means it gets in the nervous system and it continually affects the nervous system in that deer and it is always fatal. So uh, most deer are going to die within 16 to 18 months of getting the disease. So it shortens deer lifespans. Uh, we're seeing that in, in certain areas of the country where, you know, not a lot of deer in, in areas where it's been for a few decades are living past three years old. That matters a lot in adult buck management. Um, this disease will spread. We know it's spread through saliva, through feces, through urine, uh, just deer-to-deer -deer contact primarily and, and through decaying carcasses. Um, the prions that cause it are not alive. They're actually a misfolded protein. And once it comes into the body, usually they think through ingestion. A deer ends up eating after another deer at a feed site, hence the reason we, we ban feeding in the CWD zones. It gets it, these prions move through the body, get into the nervous system, and as they come into contact with uh, normal proteins, normal, they cause them to misfold. As those touch more, they cause more to misfold, and they end up forming these holes throughout the nervous system and brain. And when they form to a degree that they hit a part of the brain that controls life, the animal dies. Um, unfortunately, there is no cure. There is no vaccine. Um, but the good thing in Mississippi, we got a pretty good hold to where this disease is, we think. We still need some samples from parts of the state to make sure. But when it's at a low prevalence, um, like 1%, which is most of our counties at 1% to 2%, we got a lot of options on being able to manage this disease. Mm -hmm. well, well, good. So you feel like the planning process as it relates to how we manage it and the data collection, you mentioned you had to get a few more samples or you need to get a lot more samples from South Mississippi. Mm -hmm. All in all, you feel pretty good about sort of how the dots connecting in the state so we can assess the situation and know that the way that we're addressing it is the best it can be. Well, we're relying on science from all over the country. We're working with a research project at Cornell University, at Michigan State University, working with our surrounding states uh, in Tennessee, Arkansas, Missouri. So we're relying heavily on some of the top CWD scientists in the world and looking toward the best methods. We, we recognize this state does not, it doesn't know state lines. It's yeah. moving and it's yeah. moving slowly, which 
tends to lead people to not be as concerned about it because it moves so slowly. Unfortunately, when it gets there, you can't get rid of it. Yeah. So the best method is to keep it where it is now. Yeah. So you mentioned, you said spreading, you mentioned that they actually found a sample in Alabama now. They did. Uh, they had a public meeting this, this past week to announce that and uh, came out with a press release shortly before. But Lauderdale County, that's the northwest corner. So um, where it joins Alabama, I mean, where it joins Mississippi and Tennessee, and uh, it's exactly where they expected to find it. They had been increased sampling there. Just shows this disease has spread, you know, as from the, from the epicenter, it's out about a hundred miles from the epicenter already, which you stretch from the Tennessee line a hundred miles south. That's a lot of counties in Mississippi. Also. Yeah. Yeah, that's not, that's not good. Hey, listen, old timers say to me, and I know you've gotten this question before, it's always been here, it's always gonna be here. We shouldn't be concerned about it. What do you do when someone says that? Well, I point to areas that were sampled for years and you didn't find it and now we're sampling. Take Benton County, our hottest county. We sampled Benton County a lot back in uh, the early 2000s. We didn't find a sample, didn't find a positive there rather. Yeah. And now, uh, now one in seven deer in our samples in Benton County has come back positive this year. So one in seven, that's very, very high up there in, in that county. Wow. So <laughs> containing is really important. That's going to be for sure what, what this is all about. But at the end of the day, it's something we got to be concerned about. And I know you're going to continue to keep your finger on the pulse to the data that's coming out. Yes. And we'll stay in touch with you. We really appreciate your focus. You know, the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries and Parks is filled with experts across the board. We're so lucky to have this group of dedicated men and women working on our behalf. And with that said, William McKinley, Whitetail Deer Program uh, Coordinator, we really appreciate you spending time with us this morning. Yeah. I enjoyed being here and look forward to the next visit, Ricky. Yeah. Okay. Have a great day, and we will see you next Monday. Have a great one. Stay safe. Stay safe. See you later. I breathe Mississippi till I'm dead and gone. Just carry on. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.